0: One four one nine five one one zero two five. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. The top flight is in cold storage, with fans waiting patiently for the transfer window to open. Ange Postecoglou says Michael Nicholson is a driving force behind Celtic's January plans. And the championship just about survives with only one big game going ahead, despite five being scheduled. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight, we've got Kenny Miller and Jim Duffy. Jim Duffy, we knew we were getting a winter break. We didn't know we were getting a winter break right now. It's all a little bit quiet, but Scottish football is uh, never truly silent. There's always something going on.
2: Yeah, Gordon. I mean, obviously, from the the Premiership, uh, there's, there's a little break, and um, you know, gives everyone a chance to clear their heads. Um, clear the decks, get a, a clean bill of health And obviously start the transfer window You know, And uh, I think that'll be quite busy for a lot of clubs over the coming weeks And uh, I think all, all the fans always look forward t- to that time As far as the, the Championship's concerned uh, Two big matches tonight, yeah a few matches off But two big matches involving the top, uh, top half of the league And the bottom half of the league So yeah, still plenty of football And still plenty of interest going around Scottish football
1: See this is the beauty of breaking news And the time it's taken us to walk through here The Partick Thessaly United game is off So we're down down to one I know when I spoke to you 30 seconds ago It was on uh, But now it is off That's breaking news tonight Now Kenny Miller I'm seeing parallels with your Playing career here How many times did you have to do everyone else's running How many times were you the one That had to chase balls into the co- You're going to need to do running for this guy You hear his voice through there He sounds toilet. like he's struggling <laughs> <laughs> You could be in for a tough shift tonight
3: Absolutely And I'm, I'm falling in for somebody else as well clearly So I'm just I'm just, I'm just, I'm just plugging gaps all over the place So As
2: usual It's been 01... a long time since Kenny's been a, a sub bats for sure <laughs> Absolutely
1: 01419511025 Yeah winter break causing havoc You were going to be in on Friday Then we cancelled the Hogmanay show It's all happening 01419511025 at Clyde SSB on Twitter. It's a bit of a blank canvas for you lot out there. No games really to look back on, certainly none to look forward to. So, uh, what's on your mind? What have you got for us? Pick up the phone and let us know. Maybe you'll want to review your season so far. Uh, maybe we could focus in a little bit on on the players, who, who have been the standout players so far in the league this season. So, we're, you know, we're at the end of December. We've had a few months under our belt. Who would be the standout players in the league for your team, uh, if I... Intensify the challenge for you Not only your team then What if you had to name Say a top three And uh, it can't all be from your team Maybe you could give us your suggestions On who the three standout players In the league have been so far this season Maybe you do have January transfer window On your mind Maybe you want to review Like I said Maybe you're a fan Of the championship And you're sick fed up Of the top flight Getting all the limelight We do have one game That survives tonight Uh, So maybe you want to get your thoughts in on that But either way Whatever it is 0141 Nine five one one zero two five. Pick up the phone Right now Speak to Kenny Miller And Jim Duffy And let them know What is on your mind What will be the The, the sort of Thought process In, in the top flight Kenny is it, is it all about Just that That downtime Right now Is, it, is that what this period Will be for, for the top flight clubs
3: Absolutely I think it's a It's an opportunity To recharge Obviously it's just been Brought forward a week So it was always coming So they'll be looking forward To it at this midpoint Of the season and getting a little break of Albeit as fans and, and people looking in There some big fixtures That are getting missed over This next few days Which I'm sure every fan Up and down the country Were looking forward to But obviously we'll get them Further down the line But like like Jim says This time of year It's a brilliant time for football You know as a player As a fan Like you're off your work You're off You've got a chance to go to the games Again it's a, a brilliant spell To be going watching your team At this time of year So fans will be disappointed You know And, and we all are When there's this break But obviously we'll have to Hopefully get over it and get back to it on the 17th
1: uh, I'm just looking thinking that Partick Thistle game It would just be like the thing If we had a top flight fixture card tonight That some of that would have been wiped out by the weather anyway Jim yeah. uh, Which that would just about sum things up um, But that that's the breaking news tonight Partick Thistle fans uh, Don't bother Stay, Stay in. at home. The game you against know. Air United postponed Due to a waterlogged pitch. pitch That's just happened in the last few moments uh, There is one other game Uh, Of course Kilmarnock with the all-weather surface as they call it That one goes ahead But no Partick Thistle air tonight But come on then 01419511025 Maybe you want to review the season Maybe you want to pick out your top three players from the league so far I think that could be quite good fun I think we'll get a good debate going on that one So let's start there if you want to pick up the phone And get your thoughts in please There's a lot of other things doing the rounds If you're looking at transfer Rumour and speculation I'm seeing stuff about John Souter Seeing stuff about Craig Gordon Uh, Of course last night What about Billy Gilmore Getting the abuse off the Norwich fans Uh, There'll be loads of other talking points Doing the round So let's hear from you on the phones Or on Twitter At Clyde SSB Have you got desperate yet Jim Have you started Dipping into English football Or darts Or the world's strongest man Is that not what you do At this time of year When you're needing A sporting fix
2: Yeah not quite the world's Strongest man But um, the the darts Yeah I've got a a little bit In the darts now and again um, yeah, I mean it's a fantastic atmosphere. It's it's uh, it's one of those ones that comes. It's only this time of the year because it's at the Ali Pali and it's a World Championship. It's probably the one time you really focus on something like that. But no, I, I still I still miss the football and obviously there's plenty of English. Uh, top level games on o- Over the last couple of days So yeah I mean You're certainly getting your fix so We're not we're not shying away from, from football At this moment in time
1: We are not Let's get stuck in On the phones then 01419511025 James is going to kick us off If you agree Or disagree With what you hear from James Then you need to pick up That phone Top three players In the league so far This season James Go
4: uh, Joe ball Okay Ash, John up
1: like, look at that. that that's, a, that's a textbook answer James has come on He's given one from his own team One from his greatest rivals And one from outside of Glasgow I, I couldn't ask for any more Let's go through them one by one then Why is Joe Arribo your standout?
4: Um, I think he's just the best player in the league so far I think he's When you hear him in, uh, in the after the game keeps talking about his numbers And delivering and improving the last season So I think he's far more focused His assists and his goals Are uh, better than it has been previously But I just think he's a playing at number, of more, sorry, number 10, no more advanced, it's better, so you do now rather than put him out wide, so I just think, um, yeah, just game after game, he's it, he's always like a 7 or 8
1: out of 10 now, so, any, com- any complaints from you, Kenny Miller, is that a good shout to kick us off?
3: No, a great show probably, uh, I mean, there's only one That would probably be fit in there So I thought maybe Souter would be out And you would maybe have guys like Jota in there Again, if we're looking at with Glasgow, Tony Watt Those types of guys had, I mean, Craig Gordon Again, uh, Souter's Suitor's teammates has been absolutely excellent So, uh, no, I think uh, Keogh has been sensational Since he's came to the country and, and Rebo has 100% stepped up a level this year
1: What, what in particular? I mean, James is talking about I mean, numbers is the first place you would yep. look. He's got six goals. In fact, he's got he's got four of them since uh, sort of mid-November. Um, is, is there more than that? What what have you noticed in terms of his development?
3: He's always been a really really good player. You know, I think he had been deployed in in several roles uh, since he came to the club. I really think this role under Giovanni is really going to suit him, playing in a, in a, this attacking midfield role. Uh, his forward movement's really good when he gets the ball actually liking him to Tom Rogich To be honest with you, The way they received Both players received Obviously both left sided Both probably 6-2, 6-3 Big lads Really really technical players But the way they received the ball Was always away from the pressure You know They look after it Very very rarely Did they give it away You know So he's had an outstanding season He'll be well on track To get double <coughs> figures And goals as well Which is always Always a positive For a, for an attacking midfielder But his all round play Has been really really good And I think he is he'll be, If not he's the first name He'll definitely be one of the first names On that Rangers team sheet
1: Have you noticed that Significant development Jim Because he's It's not like he's a He's a new signing But this is the The season that it just feels like For most people He's really Stepping up And and actually overshadowing A long list of players Who Were you know Sort of player of the year Candidates in the In the previous season
2: Yeah I mean I think Like Kenny said You can have Different positions Which you can You can play in Because he's a terrific footballer But sometimes that can actually you know um hinder you a little bit and i think uh, the fact that Joe rebo's in a central area more uh, he's getting more involved in the play talented players need the ball you want to, you want them <laughs> make them sick with the ball keep giving them the ball um and and i think he's helped actually i think ryan kent has also improved as well because i think he's seen a little bit wider um, he's not committed to King Jesse Davies as well. I think the balance of Rangers looks a little bit better, but certainly from Joe Arriba's point of view, I think he's just he's much more involved in the play. Uh, and as Kenny said, he's got just great awareness, great um, you know when receiving the ball, first touch awareness of the his teammates and of the opposition. And I think he's been just been absolutely outstanding and so influential. Very like um, Tom Rogic as, as, as Kenny mentioned But no Joe, Joe rebo has been a, a standout this season and, and I think the way That uh, Van Brockers Has set up his team Is absolutely perfect for him
1: Does it become a bit of a Double edged sword At this time of year James When a player Goes into January The transfer window And goes in in such good form Does there always leave that That sort of worry that, that other clubs Will be paying attention Or is is that just par for the course? It's just great
4: They've been talked about In those into those conversations so yeah if you want your player to be talked about you just don't want to leave so um, it helps with the, <laughs> helps with the of evaluations and stuff like that but no I think it's, um, it's part of the course of he's been that like, between Kamara Kent Aribo, Tavernier, stuff like that they've been involved in the last couple of conversations with the last few windows so it's um, just good that they're maintaining it and developing that level of service or performance
1: Before we analyse the rest of James's shortlist in a bit more detail does the the nature of the the deal does that sometimes make it sweeter Kenny I mean like Ryan Kent signed for multi-million pounds right and you just take guys like Hudson, Edward, or guys that are brought in for a lot of money they really really have to make an impact because you know they've, you've spent so much money on them then you go the other model the, the Joe Eribo model where you, you look at that English market you try and ex- exploit that bring someone up for next to no money remember Lee Boyer at the time being very critical of, of the players decision if you can then turn that type of deal to someone who In James's mind Is the best player in the league Or is certainly Rangers' best player That's exactly what you're looking for From from a recruitment model Is it not? It's,
3: it's every team's model Every club's model Is to Sign players again For as little money as possible Bring them in Particularly younger players Develop them Give them the platform To go show how good they are And sell them on For a lot more money So Joe Reba Again you think of Dembele Coming to Celtic a few years ago Comes up, up the road For again a nominal fee uh, If anything and then get sold on for 20, 25 million, whatever it was. So it's, it's the ideal scenario. Obviously, you need to put a lot of work into the player, good players, but you need to develop them. They're coming to big clubs like, like Rangers and Celtic. They're going to get this exposure playing in Europe as well. So it's always got the, the the potential to become really, really good deals if the players take to the pressures that it comes along with playing for the Old Firm and, and put the performances in, particularly on those big games, Old Firm games, European games, cup finals, You know, and you're going to get that opportunity in Glasgow.
1: Uh, right, James has got Joribo down as his top player of the season so far The player that stood out the most What do you think? Do you agree uh, or disagree? Now James was good enough, he's filled out all the criteria He's given us a top three And I like it James because people would have you believe That in this city you think everyone in your team's great Everyone in the opposition is rubbish And and we, and we just get on with it But you, you've stuck Kyogo in your list What is it that makes him stand out as a, a, a rival fan?
4: I think what he's done since he came the country and the fact that the game seems a lot more physical, to be fair, to the way he's stuck in a, in a family suite at the start. I think Ken was brilliant, but he's just got uh, so his feet rolled up and get stuck in. So, um, work well, should be quite a wee guy and um, handle himself as good as he can. But I think just the way his, like, abilities and technical abilities kept his, like, numbers up, scoring goals, etc. I just think he's done, he's done a great job and probably... Most of my angels, so he's probably the only person i take the seventy and on the Rangers team. Um, so yeah, I think he's, thank
1: he's a, a class back up front. But um, yeah, I think he's the way he's adapted to the game over than anything. <laughs> Jim Duffy, the season of goodwill mm. or what? We're, we're just about <laughs> managing to get praise for rival players. This will never, mm. this will never catch on. No,
2: I mean, I just feel Hugh's not here to be falling off his seat for that. You know what I mean? But uh, he, he's he's saying my dad's big and your dad, that's gone. So yeah, I mean it is um, you know good to hear. Um, people appreciating good players and Kyogo is is certainly that. Um his movement, his movement is 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 as I said that sensational. He you know, he, he waits, he's timing, he's run, he rarely gets caught offside, he plays on his shoulder, um, he's waiting in those 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 pivotal moments. And then when they come across more often than not, um he puts the ball in the back of it. And uh, you know, as James has said, you know, a, a player coming from Japan over here, the cultural change, the football and style change, everything adapting to a new country in the midst of a pandemic. I don't think you can praise the boy hi- uh, highly enough for the ways adapted and the ways he's slotted in uh, seamlessly into that Celtic side and and made him such a an important player as as was shown um, just over a week ago in the Cup Final. Um, you know, his he's, uh, he's, he's, he's two finishes in that game were, were absolutely outstanding. And I, I, again, I think he needs a little bit of support because we've just seen recently again, we, whether it's fatigue or muscle injuries, he can't be the only player that Celtic rely on. In this moment in time, he probably is. So, you know, other other than just support from him, yeah, another, another top-class addition to the Scottish game.
1: Give us the strikers' masterclass, Kenny, because I, ha- I have this view myself, but I've certainly heard it loads about his movement being particularly good. What is it that's so good about it? Is it different from what other people do? Why is it his movement that seems to be getting spoken about more than than well, stri- most strikers that I can remember here in the last few seasons?
3: You know, it's there's a lot of strikers with really good movement. I think Kyogo, for me, he is just constant It's a, He's a constant threat To any opposition's back line He lives on that shoulder I mean I've watched games Where you think Right okay I remember the first games I was watching Right right What's this What's this Kyoghe all about And I watched him And I thought Okay he's not involved He's not involved He's not involved Then he up, pops, up he pops With a chance Or a goal By being on the shoulder He's just a threat He's a constant threat And he's perpetual motion You know he's constant He's alive as well I mean you look at the goal The second goal mm-hmm. In the cup final He's just alive Makes the connection Makes a run Always a threat in behind And it's a wonderful finish Like sensational finish So No just movement It's just constant He's always alive He's always looking for these through balls And by the way He makes so many runs 90% He doesn't get it You know He doesn't get the ball But it doesn't dishearten him He keeps at it He keeps at it And he knows at some point One of his teammates Will get him a chance
1: Maybe Jim I don't don't know Because you can give us The defender's perspective Then maybe it, it is getting spoken about So much Because football's Slightly moved towards An era where Lots of strikers are brilliant at coming towards the ball mm. and, and taking it into feet and linking it up and and, and maybe maybe running in behind f- from a sort of number nine perspective is mm. I don't know is that is that gone a little bit and, and is that what mm. is that what defenders hate more than anything?
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it can go two ways. Some clubs now are playing without a, an out, and out number nine. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and therefore, trying to see the two centre backs. Well, who do you pick up? Whereas Kyogo occupies the two of them all the time. He plays in between either the centre-back and the full-back, so he occupies two players at all times or in between centre-backs. So again, both centre-backs are aware of him and that creates space for his other players, particularly when Jota plays, um, where it's Abada, where it's Forrest. And that's the reason why David Turnbull, that's the reason why I think there's so many goals from Celtic. Yeah, Listen, we know we can look at the overall structure of Celtic and they, they are a team that play on the front foot a lot. Um, but I mean, Kenny's the ideal guy. He played as a lone striker so many times. It can sometimes be a thankless task, but you have to keep believing that that one chance will come, even if it's not your best. Even if you're not getting involved in the play all the time. But you say, as Kenny mentioned there, stay on the shoulder, keep making those runs, and eventually one of your teammates will find you. And then it's all about the numbers after that. How many how uh, how high your percentages and your finishing. And, and at this moment in time it, it seems to be very, very good for Kyogo.
1: This has been a textbook answer from James and Barhead. We asked for your top three players of the league so far. He's given us his own teams player, a rival teams player, and one from out with, which was John Souter, if I remember rightly. James, why does he catch your eye?
4: Well, a couple of reasons. One, had the game he came in for Scotland, um, where he was about his man in the match, got they got award himself. And the last time the Rangers played Hearts I just remembered everything in the box, he got it out of the box I just thought it was a proper Denver half performance so and especially when up against like the following by the Rangers have got right now, I thought he was just great. And I like kind of my second reason for recommending is just if he's listening to make sure he signs for Rangers in the January result and nobody else. So <laughs> uh, I, mean, I, I would, I would put him in the in our position in Rangers straight away. I think he's. I know he's in he's concerns over like long term with Achilles and stuff, but I just think the guy's guy's you
3: been know, heading shoulders above anything else this season. Well, I'll tell you what. Well, it's, uh, definitely a position I think that Rangers will be looking at moving forward. Uh, I think Highlander might just be coming back into training. Uh, I'll be interested to see How he comes back back into the team. If he comes back into the team, obviously Calvin Bass has been great, and he's over the last month or so in that position. But you've got the situation with Conor Golson, His contract situation is it how that's going to develop over the over the coming months? Will he leave in January? Will it be a pre-contract? Will he leave at the end of the season? So I'm sure he's one that will be on the radar. He's right on our doorstep. And he's been a consistent performer for, uh, performer for a number of years now. Obviously, the injuries have probably held him back a little bit, but he definitely looks like he's back to his best. And I 100% agree with James. I felt the game, as much as Rangers won that game 2 0, it was outstanding that day. Uh, wonderful performance, and he's, he's still young enough that he can move on, you know, and he could still have value in regards to what we're talking about before, bringing him in at a value and potentially moving him on for bigger funds.
1: Yeah, I mean, in the papers today, Jim Robbie Nielsen saying John Souter won't be allowed to leave on the cheap. Um, But he is, you know, out of contract in the summer. Reports linking him with Blackburn Rovers. Uh, James wants him to sign for Rangers. I feel clearly, you know, he would he would knock on the door of Glasgow's two big sides, wouldn't he? How, How much do you rate him?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think also, I think as much as Robbie said that he will be leaving on the cheap, one way or the other. So whether he signs in January, it'll be a lot less than he would have got a year ago or he signs in the summer, which case says he goes for nothing, so obviously it's the cheap, but yeah, I mean, James is saying, Kenny is saying, I think he had been standing outstanding signing for Rangers, I think with the Conor Golson contractual situation, you know, you've either got to put it on to Conor goals listen, we need an answer by, you know, next week or whenever it happens to be, or, they go and get an alternative, and a guy who knows the Scottish game, can handle, playing for a big club like Hearts, which are a big club, big expectations, um, an international player, and you could get him for very little if he signed him in, in January or nothing in the summer. I, I think it's a no brainer. I think he's an outstanding, being an outstanding piece of business. But the boy himself, might want to try something different? He might want to go down south. A lot of talk about Blackburn and Stoke and a few other clubs looking at him. Uh, and I know they're not as big a club as Rangers, but. You know, the fact is that he gets the opportunity to go and play in England might be something that he wants to he wants to you know experience, and you know again that that would be a, his choice. But certainly from Rangers' point of view you now, I think it'd be a terrific signing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to break your heart, James. If it if it wasn't to be Rangers, we're looking at Blackburn. Uh, I think who appear to be uh, leading the race. If you if you believe what you read, is that an appropriate level? Do you think he's got a, another level in him, or, or how would you view that?
4: after the international games and what he's done against Old Firm he's got another level than that because no offence to Blackburn and, uh, down south but he would be I would say top of championship bottom of premiership uh, level because especially did uh, in the international game etc so I think he's I think he's capable of playing that staying up here and going to the same ground, yeah be a bit monotonous um, for him but you're then going into Europe and playing, going travelling around the year sort of, half of Old Firm but i hopefully the just but He's going to get new experiences and stuff. That I just think he'd be—he's already shown he's capable. That step
1: up. Yeah, I suppose Blackburn are having a brilliant season, aren't they? Only a couple of points uh, behind Fulham and Bournemouth, so it will be interesting to watch. Thanks, James. Brilliant suggestions, whether you agree or not. Now is the time to pick up the phone. Who are your top three players in the league this season, and why? We'll take your call next.
0: You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Kenny Miller and Jim Duffy Are here It's 01419511025 To join in And you can tweet as well At Clyde SSB Uh, Whatever's on your mind Maybe you want to review the season Look at your January transfer business Please pick up the phone And share your thoughts It's obviously a bit of a quiet midweek With no games So we're asking you as well Who are the top three players In the Scottish Premiership So far this season You'll obviously give me a standout You'll give me uh, your favourite Probably from your own team now Let's see if we can cast the net a bit wider though Maybe one from your rivals Maybe one from uh, a bit further down the league as well Let's see who deserves credit Who are your three picks for player of the year uh, In Scotland so far this season Not dishing out any awards yet It's a bit early for that We're just checking who's made a good early impression We've had shouts for the likes of Joe Aribo uh, Kiogo uh, John Suter These guys have all been mentioned That's over there on Twitter uh, as well So you can get your thoughts in Let's bring in Kevin Who's in Croftfoot And see what three names He has got for us Hi Kevin Evening lads How you doing? Not bad What's your three?
5: My three would be Tom Rogic okay. Jota And say Gordon
1: oh you've, so you've gone two Celtic And one former Celtic? Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you away I'll let you wait. I did say as, lo- as long as they weren't all From the same uh, The same club And of course they are not uh, Why Tom Rogic then?
5: I just think Tom Rogic is a different animal this year on the ranch. He looks a lot fitter. Um, he's come up with a few important goals as well. And it's just his ability to change games is unbelievable. I'm sure I, I think it was Kenny that compared a reboot to Tom Rogic I thought I'm not sure if Kenny was after when he said it, but
3: You know they are Rebo's Kevin. No?
5: i I think he's a good player, Kenny, but come on, he's He's not
3: even in the same league as Rogic oh He's probably got Rogic posters in the world Oh my goodness Come on now you <laughs> Behave yourself Listen I'll, I'll agree Absolutely agree I said it on the show Months ago Right at the start of the season Tom Rogic came back Into the Celtic team And he, for me He's one of the guys That makes Celtic tight Kyogo gets the headlines Jota gets the headlines But for me Rogic is right up there with them As is McGregor in way Because McGregor makes some mm. tick as well in a, in a different way But Rogic has been outstanding in this season Obviously when he's missing I think they lack that creative edge I really do Because he's a wonderful miss player him
5: terribly His ability to take the ball in a half turn And his defence His defence splitting passes are I mean sometimes it's unbelievable The passes that the guy mm. sees
1: See, this is more like it, Jim Duffy. The first caller was a Rangers fan, and was saying, "You know, do you know what? My pals will slaughter me, but I'd take Kyogo and he." But this is this but, is more like no it. Kevin. <laughs> this is more like it. Joe Aribo has got Tom Rogich posters on his wall. Says Kevin and Crawford.
2: So, uh, Kevin wouldn't take Joe Aribo into the Celtic side. Then would you not take Joe Aribo, Kevin?
5: It it probably be decent for the bench. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was
1: coming, especially recently.
2: <laughs> no, listen, I mean, Tom Rogic has been outstanding this season, but let's not forget, it wasn't that long ago that Joe Rebo was, uh, sorry, that Tom Rogic was on his way to Celtic. Um, I think it was just really last minute, you know, he was going. I think he was going to the Middle East, uh, the, the, that deal fell through. And for a good couple of seasons, Tom Rogic was posted missing. Now, a fantastic player, but he had a couple of seasons there where he, he wasn't anywhere near the level he's at now. I think what Kevin has said is that under Ange Postacoglu, he's, a, he's he's reborn. There's absolutely no doubt about that. He always had talent, but now he's got consistency. And I think that's the big difference. Tom Rogic always had that quality of defence, pass. He's always had that execution of real craft and guile and imagination. But he didn't produce often enough. This season, he has been very consistent. And I think a lot of credit has to go to the manager. One, for his belief and trust in him. Two, for getting him fitter. Because there's no doubt he is fitter.
1: Remember it used to be a thing Oh there's Tom Rogic Coming yep, off again I know um, It was one of those Things that They could never shake And no one really seems To talk about it anymore mm-hmm. Can that happy Kenny Thinking back to your own career You played under Loads of different managers Even that Personal Touch Sanch Postacoglu Worked with him before Sometimes Does a manager just come in And, and revitalise you Maybe when other people Have got you written off Did that happen
3: Of course it does Every every player If you talk to any player Over the course of their career They'll have a manager or two that seemed to get a little bit extra out of them, you know, and, and like like Jim says, he's not been great for, for the for the last couple of seasons, whereas maybe the, the season, season and a half prior to that, it was, it was again, one of the first names on the team sheet, when Brendan Rodgers came in, and they were playing the style of football, that they were playing there, uh, but no, he's a wonderful player, he has been revitalised this year under Angie's countrymen, obviously, so it's, uh, it is good to see, we want to see good players, the best players performing in this league, in, in Scotland, and he's definitely one of
1: them. I think, did you say previously on the show, forgive my dodgy memory, you felt Walter Smith did that? Yeah. You know, there's a you know sometimes a manager and it just fits for you and and, and gives you a kickstart.
3: No, it absolutely did. He's he uh, was one it, one of a few that that seemed to get something out of him again. For me he was it was the one that got most, you know, mm. and he People will always ask, what was it? What did he do? And again, it's just, he just had a gift, you know He just he managed to get and I know, speaking to a number of players uh, over the last few months That I'm not the only one, you know And there is managers mm. there like that And obviously, it's a bit of connection Like you say, it's, but it's a personal touch Whether there's just a connection of personalities mm. and characters Sometimes there's just that right fit And you just, a manager, a coach even Can just find something in you you
1: didn't know you had uh, Kevin, I'm looking for some honesty here When it was suggested that Tom Rogic might leave and, and might go to Qatar I think it was Were you one of the, the Celtic fans who thought Yeah, do you know what, maybe the time is right Let him go And now you're holding your hands up to say I'm I'm, I'm glad that didn't happen or, or were you always desperate to try and keep him?
5: No, do you know what it was? It came at the blue a bit When it, it was said they were going to the Middle East <clears throat> So I was, I was always in the camp to keep Tom Rogic's He's a player with the ability that you can't really afford to not have. I think he's got that bit, bit of something different.
1: Yeah, you need you need that, Jim, as well. Let, let, let's for once forget about league tables and the number of assists and the number of goals, which of course are vitally important, but we should never lose that, just that joy that that your eyesight can give you when you see a player that does something that you like. And I think, as Kevin mentioned, picking up the ball in the half-turn, thats a real feature of his um, I know it's a bit of a cliche about getting fans off their seats But you just you just need a bit of that, don't you?
2: Yeah, he glides past people You know, he's just got that lovely balance again for a tall guy And, you know, that's why we, you know we're, we, Obviously, me and Kenny, I think Because if you hit somebody at like Rebo, Kevin doesn't But, you know, I think that he's just got that As I say, that lovely balance He's head up He's really aware of what's going around about him all the time as I said, he didn't produce it, you know, for a good couple of seasons. And I think as a squad player, yeah, you would always have him. But as one of your first names in your team sheet, no, I don't think there was too many Celtic uh, fans where I thought, yeah, definitely. But this year, yeah, a hundred percent. He's 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 as I said he's 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 like a a kid with a new toy. He's he's absolutely thriving under Ange Postecoglou. I think the style of football, similar as, as Kenny mentioned earlier on about, um, you know, Brendan Rogers. That style suits him. He's, he's doing most of his work in the middle third and attacking third. He's not having too many defensive responsibilities. And that's let, him, let the shackles off him a little bit. So, yeah, no, fair, fair play to him. He's, he's responded. And again, he, he puts a smell on your face. He's a, he's a player that excites you and think you think something exciting is going to happen when he picks the ball up.
1: Yeah, thank you very much to Kevin. So Kevin gave us Tom Rogic, Jota, Craig Gordon as his top three uh, we've got loads on Twitter coming in New Jersey Jambo says Kyogo, Aribo Gordon I'm seeing a bit of a theme here A lot of the same names Stevie's mixing it up Stevie's gone Jota, top Boyle, Segrist Mixing it up there Don't mind that Martin Boyle has had a A very productive season Ali's gone Tony Watt, John Souter And Kyogo uh, Ross says Craig Gordon, Kyogo and Tony Watt Sorry Gordon for bringing his name up uh, But his goal against Dundee United was goal of the season uh, for me. Uh, so yeah, some interesting ones coming in there um on Twitter as well. It's nice to hear from you on the phones O one four one nine five one one oh two five. Uh what else have we got there? I think it's James in Glasgow. I think we were about to get him on. I don't know if he's disappeared so I'll give the technology a couple of seconds to catch up and see if we can get James on. Um yeah, gimme a... this padding John, that's what they call this. Live radio. It's uh Here's something in the background nah, I, th- I think I can hear him. I can hear him I can hear him somewhere. Um, we've got him now, though. James is in Glasgow. James, who's your top three at the moment? I'd go for Craig
6: Gordon at Hearts. I'd go for Anthony Ralston at Celtic, and I'd go for Morelos at
1: Rangers. Interesting, right? Okay, so you, you, and you're you're a Rangers fan, James? Is that right? Yes. Right, let's start. Well, let's start the rivals this time, then. Why why is Anthony Ralston catching your eyes a rival fan? i
6: think coming from nowhere. Obviously, the loan spell at Dundee United wasn't that great. Probably the last choice right back
1: itself to get the start of the season to what it is now is unbelievable. Yeah, Jim, it's a story, isn't it? It's a story. I think everyone appreciates that.
2: Yeah, I mean, the old saying, peace is a virtue, and I think in Anthony Ralston's case, that's definitely. Um, something that, um, you know, he has had to be You know, as, as um, James has said there He's went out low and, you know, some done okay But the one thing he did get was a bit of experience uh, Learning from it, you know I know Kenny done it as a young kid went to Stennis Muir You know, you, you sometimes it's, it doesn't always have to be perfect for you But what it does maybe do is makes you appreciate when you go back To your parent club, listen, this is something I want to give everything I've got to try and make sure that I give it a chance. But he needed a chance. Uh, I mean, in Celtic, for you know, whether it was Frimpong, whether it was El Hamed, there was, you know, there were so many. Obviously, Mikael Lustik was there for many years. You know, there were so many right backs. Even Juranovic was signed as as a right back. But Anton Nelson just keeps batting away this season because of his, his consistency. Again, the style does suit him. There's no doubt about it. The way the manager wants to play, but he's responded to that. He's he's he was picked up the bat and he's took on the challenge. And fair play to him. Again, uh, he said a terrific season, both defensively and contributing with very important goals. So yeah, no fair play, to Anthony Nelson. Because I don't think again a lot about like Tom Rogic. I think six months ago. No one would have given him a chance to be a regular Celtic first-team player They thought he was his way out the door
1: Maybe set ourselves a challenge, Kenny There will be someone out there somewhere One person who claims that they saw this coming Who who knew in the summer that But <laughs> If it is, it can't be more than one person And it certainly won't be many
3: No, I, listen, I think uh, Jim's nailed it If you had went back at the end of last season and, and even before that There's no... There's no honest Celtic fan out there that could have said Anthony Ralston will be one of our key players this year and make no mistake about it he has been one of them there's been some outstanding performers that like I said the headline grabbers uh, uh, of and Jota, uh, the creativity and flair uh, uh, of Callum McGregor's absolute nailed on consistency now for a number mm-hmm. of years but Ralston's come into the team And he's made that position his own. Like you said he's, he's, He seems to be embracing And he got a bit of stick At the start For the positioning And things that, that Ange wants to see His full backs in In certain moments of the game He got a little bit of stick For turning the ball over Maybe too easy But he's, he's kept there He's not hid He's stuck to the task And he's contributed Like you say Both defensively And a, and a, and a solid team and, uh, and going forward He scored some big goals and none more so than That that 97th yeah. minute winner At Ross County Which again at that moment Just kept him right in touch yeah. With Rangers
1: Now interestingly James Every Rangers fan That's been in touch Has gone Joe Every single one of them I think But you want to Throw Morelos in there I assume this is about The transformation Maybe rather than the, the sort of overall Campaign so far Yeah I think 100% I think I was I was I was going between Joe Hart and Kai Gordon
6: From other choice. Uh, but Gordon consistency again Joe Hart's made a couple of mistakes but for Morelis he just looks happy just now he just looks he looks a lot slimmer a lot thinner he's got that hunger back he's eight league goals and four assists I believe uh, which is a, a great return you know you've got Tiogo on the other side that's got eight goals zero assists who's electric outstanding player but I just feel Morelis has turned the corner since Steele's coming in
1: Again to draw some sort of Parallels we're talking about Managers fitting And all the rest of it Whether that's it Or whether It's a, a new style Or a new Way of working That suits Alfredo Morelos Or whether yet again He wants to Put himself in a shop window Only he would know for sure Jim But I think everyone agrees There's been a difference Since the new manager came in
2: Yeah absolutely Because he's scoring goals He's in the penalty box He's in and around You know Between the between the posts And I think that was something That you know He'd, 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 he'd Maybe lost a little bit He's He's maybe Overall link-up play had been better uh, Maybe maybe working a little bit more for the team But he certainly wasn't in, in, in the positions Where he could be a penalty box striker And I think if you look at all his recent goals You know, they've all been in about 10 yards And in And I think that's that's what you want of Fedor Morelos Again, he's, he's got that little in, in, in instinct Where he assesses things very quickly He sees things, he anticipates it And he's on it in a flash Sticks it in the back of the net I'm not quite sure if he looks happier, I'm not, but then again, I don't think he looks happy at any time, I don't think he looks happy in Christmas morning, but he, I think when he scores goals, that's him, that's when you see him releasing, you know, that that love of football, mm. uh, and he points at himself as if to say, listen, I'm the man, and I think that's what Alfredo Morelos needs, he needs an arm on his shoulder, he needs to be the big dog, and I think he is under Giovanni Van Brockers, and again, staying central, let Ryan Kent deal with the wide areas And Hadji or whoever else is out in the right Scott Wright or whatever You stay in there Your job, stick the ball in the back of the net And I think he's been terrific under Gianna Van Brunkers
1: hey Kenny, I think from memory You were on the night after the Sparta-Prague game When he scored twice And it was early on in, in Van Bronkers' reign And whilst you acknowledged the goals You were of a view of okay, well that, That's one game Let's see how this sort of progresses So where are we? Another seven, eight games down Another seven games down the line you're starting to be won over a bit more by the transformation.
3: I think the goals have started to return. I mean, that's something we could always associate with Alfredo in, in his game since he's came to Rangers. His, his goal return has been excellent. I think we touched on it last week or a few weeks back. That it was, he's, he's one and two. His goal scoring in Europe has has been sensational. So his goal scoring was never, ever in doubt. It just did take a dip over the last 18 months or so. But I don't know, but he's definitely, with the league goals that he's got at the moment, there's definitely been four, five, six of these came since Giovanni's came into the club. So Jim's right, he's now focusing more being where he needs to be. When crosses, cutbacks, box situations are happening, he's in the mix, he's there where he should be and he reads situations very well. Goal scorers do. They anticipate things, they, they read scenarios really, really quickly and, and, and they get on the end of things. And that's what he's doing now. His all round play had really improved, I'd say that all along, but I think it was probably to the detriment of him scoring goals. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. That's what you want to see, Alfredo, is scoring goals regularly for Rangers.
1: It's a good list from James as well Anthony Ralston, Alfredo Merelos, Craig Gordon on James's list. We're going to get a Hearts fan on to discuss Craig Gordon, I'm sure, and others next.
0: This is Scottish football's League leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Kenny Miller is here Jim Duffy is with him And the number you need to get in touch Is 01419511025 Hopefully people didn't notice me About to call you Joe Duffy Because Joe Hart just popped up I was about to read out something About Joe Hart And you can... These we'll call out. me Joe if
2: you want me. I'm no
1: problem. You've been called worse. Yeah, a lot, a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's that time of year. Um, maybe the focus has gone a little bit. But yes, Joe. Um, there was a two-pack of all people who <laughs> tweeted in, presumably uh, not that one, uh, who says Jota, Kyogo, Hart. Come on, where's the spirit of the awards? We need to be giving some credit to other teams. Um, but yeah, I guess that's not. a
2: Gordon, you can't pick any more than one from no, your that's own what I team. Said, uh, no.
1: And people are on Twitter going well, Why would you pick anyone from Celtic They sit in second Well it, wouldn't, it was just a bit of fun It was too easy to go and pick three from your team And if you're only allowed to mention the team at the top Then the rest of the league would be as well just Chucking it and giving it a miss We're it's trying good, to spread the love the There's some good players all throughout the league So give us your top three And I must say I'm really sorry to Kenny Who's been hanging on for ages uh, Kenny I know you're going to have a heart's slant on this Suter or Gordon? If I made you pick one, who's been better? Gordon. Yeah, easy, simple as that. You're convinced. Aye, aye. I think I think Craig's been absolutely outstanding this year. You'll uh, know more about this than me, then Kenny, right? Because I, I don't know if I'm going recent, say bias, and I'm, I was a bit younger um, at the first. spell. is he better this spell or the first spell? Uh, better
6: He's
7: better now. Better yeah. now. He's a lot calmer. Uh, obviously, he was younger. Obviously, coming through the ranks, but uh, I think going away doing to Sunderland and then coming to Celtic, uh, sort of turned him into the man he is there now. And then coming back to the team that he loves, he kind of get better than
1: that. Eh? Jim, better on this spell. You know, like I say, or, or mm. is there a temp? Does does recency bias do that to you, where you see him in good form and you just go, oh well, he must, you know, he must be better this time.
2: No, I I couldn't say that. I mean, obviously, I was at Hearts for a short time when when Craig was there, um, but obviously, seen a lot of the games right around that time as well. I, I can remember a few just unbelievable saves. I think I think he won the, the save, save of the decade, I think, or something yeah, like that. Was didn't that he?
1: Against, uh, you know Bolton, for uh, in, was you know for and
2: in, some... uh, in, Eng- in England, but his just general goalkeeping has always been of a very very high standard. As Kenny said, yeah, maybe a little bit calmer now, and just you know like I don't I don't I think he's still you know he's a bit like Alan McGregor. He's still he's still a bad loser, which is a good thing to be for a goalie. But um, you know I think he's he's maybe just a little bit more confident in himself. These days But no I, I, Me personally I, I would have think He's been one of the most Consistent goalkeepers And, and to having to come back From the, the length of time He had out You know Technically retired Is an incredible comeback Really To the level He's, he's come into And become Scotland's Number one again So You know I, I mean He's almost came full circle So an, incre- an incredible um, You know Talent But also Determination And, and attitude and, and you know Just desire I think uh, he's, he's, you know, he's absolutely got to be one
3: of the top players, not just this season, but pretty much any season. You'll know, you played with him. Wonderful goalkeeper. You know, that was we were blessed with some really, really top goalkeepers in that Scotland squad at that time, like Craig Gordon, Alan McGregor, David Marshall, were were all vying for it, all being the number one mm-hmm. in the last kind of six or six to eight years. They've all had the the all had the jersey at one spell. But Craig's a, he's just a top, top goalkeeper. It's as simple as that. There's no getting away from it. He's world class. Craig Gordon's a world class goalkeeper. Yeah, he's older and, and his years now. But he's, I think it was a few years ago, Chelsea were coming in for him maybe to be a number two or or whatever it was at the time. But he's a, he's just a top goalkeeper. You know, he was excellent as a young a young goalkeeper coming through at Hearts. So he broke into the Scotland team early. And some of some of the saves he made, not not just in games, but we trained with the guy every day. You know, he was. He was top, top level. And even recently you see the saves he made in Scotland Jersey, where there was big games and big moments, and he was there. And you know, that's what you need for goalkeepers. When that moment comes along where you might be on top and it's a concentration thing, that they're there to make these big saves. And Craig's one of them. You know, I can't speak highly enough um no no surprises that he's getting banded about with these like top performers this season.
1: Interestingly though, Kenny, the other one, Kenny on the line, um newspaper reports this afternoon. Uh, About a number of English clubs Keeping an eye on Craig Gordon I didn't expect that Just because obviously he's He's 39 No offence Kenny Miller I know you were still going strong Um, But his contract Will be up At the end of the year Kenny Do you think he could still go And and do a job for big English clubs After this heart spell?
7: Of course he could die But I think uh, I think with his new baby And everything like that I think he'd rather stay home and fingers crossed He stays home And keeps producing Performances That he does every week That we see Me and my daughter See first hand
1: Kenny's tugging On the heartstrings there I don't know if that's Wishful thinking Or if that's the way It will play out Jim Duffy It might well be But yeah, like I say Maybe it's just myself I'd it's not a player i necessarily expected much speculation about no. maybe i had forgotten about the contract situation what do you read into that today yeah
2: but again if you look at about you know i mean if, if for someone if you want i mean managers managers are you know very very short term these days and you know so a manager might be not be worried about two or three years he might be thinking right for the next 18 months i need the best goalkeeper available if you look around the country there's not that many better than Craig Gordon if any you know, and, and I think if you if you, if you you look at England's number one, Jordan Pickford, um, you know, and play with Everton, you, uh, me personally, again, I wouldn't say he's better than Craig Gordon. So, you know, the, the, these are the two, it's all about opinions, and people kind of rubbish the Scottish game a little bit, but I, I'm just talking about pure talent, and you know, for me, I would rather have Craig Gordon, my goal, behind me, than Jordan Pickford. So, I, I think if you, and, and again, you could run a number of other goalkeepers down south, and, and I mm. think he's... Every bit is good, if not better than the vast vast majority. Um, so yeah, I, I'm no surprise to me um, that there are clubs and will be clubs interested in him because easily he can play for them. As I say, he's, he had that wee hiatus in his in his career anyway. So I think he he can definitely play for another two or three seasons, no problem whatsoever.
1: Is that the reality of it, Kenny? That people maybe assumed that oh, he's going back to Hearts and you'll see out his career there. You're looking at you. You've left Celtic. I'm sorry to Kenny on the line. It's obviously you know, a step down in terms of, of our league. All of a sudden he's gone there and played so well. You talk about those eye catching saves. It seems like he makes one every week. And then he goes and does it on big televised international matches. Has he maybe actually got another another move in him?
3: I, I think yeah I think he could have I mean, it's when you hear that, like, you, you wonder what is the move, what what is the club? Yeah. Is it someone looking for a number one? Is it a bigger club looking for a number two? Who knows? But is there's no doubt Craig will play for the he'll be playing somewhere next season. You know, so whether it's at Hearts And it might well be at Hearts He might see his career out at Hearts He might be settled And and he might be looking Nah, that's not for me Now Mm -hmm. I've done my moving about And I'm going to stay home And I'll sign again at Hearts But if somebody Now his contract's up Somebody knocks his door And puts an option in front of him That's a really intriguing one for him It might be from a bigger club And a chance to go Mm -hmm. back to the Premier League Might be in the north of England So he can actually He can commute a little bit as well You know, I think he'll be interested, you know, the fact that it's got, why has it got to this moment Well, six months when you know how good he is, you know the guy, you know he's he's, he's been about for a number of years, you know what you're going to get. If Hearts lose him, it'll be a massive loss.
1: Uh, Kenny, before we let you go, I'm not letting you off that easy. You've praised Gordon and Souter, you wanted to talk about Cammy Devlin, we've not even got to that. Who's Hibb's best player?
7: You <laughs> 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 uh, were tough to say boy, they, but to be honest I would think back to the Bear in mind I'm three years off his of 60 But I, I think back to the time when I played football And I, I loved the way the style purchase plays
1: There we go You've managed to praise too Kenny I don't mind that at all Thanks for sharing your thoughts tonight
0: Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online uk Slash football
1: Right, beat the pundit time Keep your thoughts coming in On who the standout players are in the league so far Let's see who the standout is In terms of football trivia and knowledge It's 01419511025 And the lines close at 7 o'clock So be quick, your chance to beat the pundit is next
0: Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Played one super scoreboard
1: Jim Duffy is here, so is Kenny Miller, and they're both waiting on your calls 01419511025 on the phones or Twitter at Clyde SSB. It's obviously a bit of a quieter day in Scottish football if such a thing exists. So we've been asking you, who are the three standout players? In the top flight so far this season It's actually developed into a really good discussion We've heard Joe Aribo's name and Tom Rogic And Kyogo We've heard a lot of Craig Gordon and John Souter And even Alfredo Morelos has been mentioned For his recent form uh, So if you agree or disagree with what you've heard Now's a good time to call and we'll get to you after this
0: Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online uk Slash football
1: Okay, Beat the Pundit time, Jim Duffy, seasoned campaigner, experienced Kenny Miller, arrived, hit the ground running, burst into life, then lost his first game last time out. So we'll see uh, who's going to be up tonight against Mark from Cote Bridge. How's it going, Mark? How you doing, right, Not bad at all. Have you ever played before? Have you ever played before, Mark? Oh, no, I think we've lost. That's not bad. No, I'm back. Oh, you're back. Good (laughs) stuff. Have you ever played before? I've not no. Right, first time. How do you do at home when you play along?
6: Um, I don't usually win there either.
1: <laughs> this is two nights in a row. We had the, the guy last night was his manner was just brilliant. He came on and said whatever his name. Sorry, forget his name. Uh, do you play along at home? Aye, I aye, play all the time. Any good? No, rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> and then he proceeded to be pretty rubbish and lost. So anyway, maybe Mark can do better. Heads it's Jim Duffy, tails <laughs> it is Kenny Miller. And it is tails It's Kenny up against Mark From Cotebridge So Let's give Kenny Some Clyde 2 To listen to So that he can't Steal the answers Mark 30 seconds Answer as many questions Right as you can And if you don't know Pass quickly And we will move on To the next one Okay Okay Right let's go 30 seconds on the clock Your time starts now How many goals Has Alfredo Morelos Scored under Van Bronckhorst Five Adam Matthews Left Celtic For which English side Pass Who were Air United due to play tonight Before it was called off? Uh, Pass Who's got more Nigeria caps Aribo or Balogun? Aribo Where did Norwich sign Kenny McLean from? Uh, Aberdeen How many games has Barcast started this season? One What's the largest capacity stadium In the Scottish Championship? No pass Okay you'll kick yourself At that one I'm sure of it Let's bring Kenny Miller back Kenny can you hear us Yes Good 30 seconds Same set of questions to you And your time starts now How many goals Has Alfredo Morelos Scored under Van Bronckhorst Six Adam Matthews Left Celtic For which English side Sunderland Who were Air United Due to play tonight Before it was called off Pass Who's got more Nigeria caps Aribo or Balogun Balogun Where did Norwich Sign Kenny McLean from Aberdeen. How many games has Barcas started this season? One. What is the largest capacity stadium in the Scottish Championship? Dunfermline. What's the verdict, Mark? I think he's beat me there with Matthew's question anyway, but I don't mm. know about the Championship one. Yeah, let's find out. How many goals has Morelos scored under Van Bronckhurst? It is six in eight games. Kenny gets it, goes one up Sunderland was the destination for Adam Matthews after Celtic uh, so two up to Kenny Air United were due to play Partick Thistle Partick Thistle waterlogged pitch at Firhill so that one is off 2-0 to Kenny a 50-50 shout on the next one Mark Arebo or Balogun you went Aribo. Kenny went Balogun and I'm afraid Mark the answer is Balogun he's a good bit older I think isn't he so he's got 43 caps Arebo's only on 12 actually so Quite a gap between them 3-0 Kenny Miller I was worried for you At this stage Mark I must admit I, I like to see the listeners do well I don't like any zeros But you did know That Aberdeen Was where Norwich Signed Kenny McKay- McLean from Maybe get back to those Nasty lot at Norwich later on uh, How many games has Barkas Started this season You both went for one At St Johnson He did start one Against Mitchelland Back in July So it's two And I, both of you Either you'll kick yourself or I'll send Jim Duffy in to kick you. The largest capacity stadium in the championship, Jim. Come on. Mark, rugby Park, 17,000. Uh, yeah. It's the seventh most in the entire country. Mm-hmm. They are now in the championship. Mark, it was a tough school. Kenny Miller beat you four to one. Hard lines. Bit
3: pumping it's <laughs> your it not 4-2 is, 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 tec- is that a technical term <laughs> <laughs> Was it not 4-2 Gordon um, Aberdeen won. Barkas does It doesn't matter It's a uh, it it defeat
1: No he didn't get He didn't get Barkas <laughs> oh, He said 1 It was 2 he Started oh, right, against right, Mitchell And right. as well So there we go We tried Mark We tried to even Jim's trying mm-hmm. to get you An extra point here But mm-hmm. it was 4-1 And a bit of a You know As, mm-hmm. as Mark suggested <laughs> I think that's a technical term Isn't it You get away with that Sometimes you know,
3: all Sometimes you don't go you
1: Never back. You're back in the Winning run though you back? back in the W Feeling young.
3: confident Feeling Good. real confident yep.
1: <laughs> Right 01419511025 um, Whilst we're on the subject then Norwich City what'd you? Mm-hmm. We're well placed here You've got your own ties to Norwich City Jim Duffy mm-hmm. Kenny knows Billy Gilmore very well What about that last night? Mm-hmm. Please politely go back to Chelsea Or something along those lines Was mm-hmm. what they were chanting at him
2: Yeah I mean I can't quite work that out I mean when you when you look at Norwich I mean they've been absolutely dreadful The whole season um, they're leaking goals Left, right and centre And yet you seem to pick on one, one of the younger players One one of the more talented players And to Somebody that's came there to try uh, You know not, not just develop his own career But help the team So You know It just seemed very very strange to me And very unfair Any player uh, to Plays in the game The one thing You would always ask your player Particularly a, a footballing midfielder Is don't hide and Billy Gilmore never hides He always wants the ball He's always looking to be creative He takes responsibility way beyond his years And I think if half his teammates Took as much responsibility as he did They wouldn't be in the mess they're in currently
1: What did you make of it Kenny? I mean footballers are. I, I guess they, they know that criticism Is is going to come their way At some point Is it is that is that justified though?
3: Listen, sometimes it's warranted You know, you can be going through a real bad spell at a football club And if it's a striker, you're no scoring goals If it's a goalkeeper, you've made a few mistakes Being defenders, we've seen it in in this country over the last few years With people getting a lot of stick And and their performances come under real scrutiny But like Jim says, Billy Gomehor's a very, very good player He's a a young player that's went out there Again, it just shows the the importance of getting the right loan moves Because yes, Norwich want to play a certain way And I imagine that's why he's went there initially but maybe what they couldn't have foreseen was the start to the league and how it went, you know, and they've lost so many games and I wouldn't say their, their style's changed but what I would say is when Billy Gilmore's playing for Chelsea with the greatest of respect, he's playing with better players, mm. you know, and who are more accustomed to play the way that he wants to play. You know, when he plays for, for Chelsea, you've seen some of the performances putting against Liverpool, against Man City, you've seen the Scotland performances mm. against England and in fact any performance he's made for Scotland has been excellent. So he's playing with a better a better level of player who are playing the way he wants to play in the game that suits him In Norwich when they need to win games when at the bottom of the league in fight and they're fighting, sometimes that maybe needs to take a little bit of a hit. Whereas Billy, like Jim says, will always want the ball, he'll always want to pass, he'll always want mm-hmm. to move and when you look at the stats actually last night, I don't think that criticism is warranted because his his passes he's been has he's been made his fight his final third pass or, or opposition half passes. Yeah, it was, it was ch-
1: chances created yeah. per ninety. He was first accurate passes per ninety first accurate long balls per ninety first and tackles per ninety. He was first in the in Norwich ball recoveries team he was, as, as well. It was high in ball um, recoveries as well. So that that makes it. I mean, what is that then, Jim? Is that is that the psychology of? Just to blame someone, I think yeah. you
2: know. Sometimes you you become a fault guy through no fault of your own. I mean, I,
1: I wonder though if you know you sometimes you, you get that sort of uh if someone keeps telling you something. Mm. Like all, all the Chelsea fans lo- love Billy Gilmore, right? And, yeah. and then he get and so do the Scotland fans, obviously. Yeah. And when he get dropped from the team, everyone was saying, Oh Norwich, you know, look at you, lot, you're, you're ridiculous." That yeah. this guy's so is it almost become? There's a desperation there, weirdly, even though he's one of their players at the moment. There's actually a desperation to. To tell people I, You were all wrong we, You know we don't rate this guy I assume it's not A Scotland England thing Because Grant Hanley And Kerry McLean are there So no, I, don't,
2: I don't think it is. isn't if it's successful You know Scottish managers Now particularly Paul Lambert you know, for there for a good while. So No I don't think it is I think it's a difficult one Because the pundits as well You know the kind of Senior pundits If you want to call them The likes of Sunus And these other kind of guys like that they, they were all waxing lyrical About them as well I think Ian Wright And Alan Shearer And all these kind of guys So yeah I mean maybe Maybe they just think No we, we they, they need a different type of player They don't want another football On their team I And mean, maybe he just went To the wrong team And they're they're looking for You know Somebody to put tackles in And win headers And blocks And he's not that type of player He may have been better Going to like a Bournemouth Or a Fulham Drop the division To the championship Because they're on the front foot All the time attacking And play, play really good football But he chose to stay In a team Who were always going to be You know you know, one of the favourites of not the favourite to to get relegated, and I think it has been a difficult move. But as we said earlier on, sometimes you know you, you grow up from that, you become tougher, you know, mentally tougher. And when you go back, whether it's Chelsea or you go in another move, then actually you become a, a better all round player for 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 that experience, even if it has been negative.
1: Is that something you buy into, Kenny? Can this be? Can it be detrimental Is this now creating An environment That Billy Gilmore Won't want to be a part of And is there maybe A time down the line When it, it makes you stronger
3: No I think it'll make him stronger Yeah Absolutely I know the, I know the boy I know the character He's uh, he's got a strong mentality. I mean, I think that shows. But he's he's still he'll still take the ball. He'll still want to pass. He'll still want to play the way he, that he knows he can play. And I, and I absolutely get it what Jim says, and, and he'll be and he's spot on. But you just look at the size. His belly, obviously, is small in stature. But he still tackles, he still works, he still heads, he still blocks, he does all the dirty part of the job. He's no, he doesn't believe he's too good for that or, or or it's below him. He does his work as well. And it's just like there might just be simply they're looking for a fall guy, or they don't actually appreciate the job that he does, and, you know. And that's sometimes you talked about managers who have effects on players. Sometimes managers appreciate players more than what like what they don't see, like fans don't see what they, mm-hmm. the job that a player does, you know. And it could be something as simple as that, because there's one thing for sure all the pundits, all the players that play alongside him, again, my eyes, he's a he's a, he's a top, top player. You know, How come he
2: looks a good playing for Scotland? I mean it's a setup. up. I mean I know I know Stevie plays three at the back most of the time now, certainly ninety nine percent of the time and obviously he's in the midfield whether it's Carl McGregor John McGain and McGinn either side of him or whatever. He's been outstanding in the last, you know, few matches. He has going against top, top players. Uh, are you know? those
1: are those guys around him better? He doesn't have John McGinn. He yeah. doesn't have. He's got a great relationship yeah. with Callum McGregor.
2: But also, as I said, I think the structure. You know, the you know, he's he's got balance around about him. Whereas you you watch yeah. Norwich, they're so open, they're all over the place. So if Billy Gamble makes a pass and someone gives it away. No, Billy Gillam might be trying to chase the guy back, but it's not. It's, it's because the, the gap between him and the other guy is 30, 40 yards, and it may look as if, oh, well, that's his fault because he's the guy trying to rectify the situation, but it's not. It's down to the shape and the structure and the balance of the
1: team. Is that enough? You know, fans singing, is, is that enough to change what happens in January?
3: You know, I, I I expected him to go back in January. Anyway, I don't know how long his loan is. If it's the, the season-long yeah, loan, or if it was just till January. But once he was left out the team, and all this obviously was under a different manager. Once he was left out the team, and I looked at it and I seen Norwich struggling, I do think maybe the the fans maybe just think, oh well, we need a different type of player for the the the, the position that we're in and the needs that are required. Each game, maybe they need a different type of player. I expected Bully to potentially go back out, but I know since Dean Smith went in, he has put yeah. him right back in the team. And again, he's he's, he's probably been an ever-present in, in the in the lineup since Dean came in. So it'll be interesting to see. But I did expect him to go back. I don't think this will will fully affect him. He might. I think it would always been on the cards anyway.
1: Uh, right, two one four one nine five one one zero two five. Let's bring in Kieran, who's an East Coast Bride. Um, Kieran, what's your your thoughts. We're going for a kind of three players that stand out for you in the league this season. If you can spread it across the clubs even better?
8: Uh, yeah, so my, my three, um, I'd have Carter Vickers Charlie Mulgrew and Ryan Portis as is, as is, uh, is my three players. I just you, about
3: fell off. My chair there.
1: I think Kieran's <laughs> part of some sort of se- <laughs> centre back club. Is there something you, are you a centre back yourself, Kieran? You stick up for the defenders?
8: No, uh, I think I played it once, uh, I think lost four now. And uh, never went back to centre <laughs> uh, So I'll, I'll stay at the top of the park. Not much the bench for me, but uh, but yeah, I prefer the, the top
1: half. But like Kenny, quite right.
3: Uh, uh, right, you're you're not having those suggestions, Kenny? No, you know, like, again, it's just I think when you look at the Charlie's been excellent for Dundee. Yep. He has, he absolutely has. Ryan Portis is getting a lot of attention at the moment. Really, he's like a lot of attention well.
1: tonight. He's just been banned for three games, but I'll we'll get to that. And <laughs> yeah, will get to that then.
3: But no, he's he's a outstanding young player. And Carter Vickers again. He's probably the number one choice For Celtic at centre back at the moment
1: Right so you just want all the limelight For attacking players That's what
3: you mean <laughs> You know I'm not I'm no the one that gives them the headlines But they do get the headlines Listen It's a good list And the, the lads who have, he's chosen Have been top performers this year Probably just not the top I think when the end of season awards come up I wouldn't imagine come on, Those Jim. lads to be in it hey.
1: Centre backs can win Player of the Year. Yeah, yeah, they can I'm on a,
3: on a rare occasion. But uh, you know,
2: listen, I, I like the fact that the you know that uh, Kean's given us those three names because I think it's telling you that the leagues in uh, in good shape this year. I think last year, I think if you were asked, you know, to pick three players from a variety of teams, we'd all have been struggling. I think the vast vast majority would have been Rangers players, and that would have been it. I mean, maybe eight nine Rangers players, and, and you'd really be struggling after that. But this year there has been some some top class performers in, 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 in different areas, different positions, and in, in different teams. And I think that's good. It's good to see Charlie McGrew again. We 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 get back and talk about the experience. We were talking about Craig Gordon and Charlie's went there. And there's some young players. There's a there's a you know he's come in with the, the new manager Thomas Coates, and a lot of people are thinking, oh, he's came from the academy side. But he's brought in a guy that knows the game. He's a good leader. He's a talker. He's an organizer. And I think that's the reason why they're having a a more than decent season. Uh, I think Ryan Portis, listen, I've had my discussion on this many a time, he has to learn. He keeps saying he won't change. Mm. He he has to change. Because if he doesn't change, he'll have a brick wall. In in the modern day game, you cannot be as aggressive as he wants to be. You cannot. It's just simple as that. A lot of people say, yeah, we want a big dominant, aggressive centre-back. Yeah, (laughs) but you just can't be that nowadays. He has to stay on his feet more. He has to cut out the lunges. He has to read the game, anticipate things a little bit more because he can hit a rake in diagonal. He is strong physically. He can be a, you know, a good defender in the box and in the opposition box, a threat. But he's, I know before tonight you get the, the ban, people are saying his record's not too bad, but yeah. he has, over the last couple of seasons, one or two reckless moments, and he's now at a stage where he... You know, that, that's that got to
1: go Yeah, it's just been announced in the last 10 minutes He has been handed a three-match ban uh, So the, uh, Kieran's timing is impeccable uh, It's that incident against Aberdeen You'll remember it involving Christian Ramirez uh, The compliance officer took a look at it Didn't like it Of course, that gets then put towards uh, some further eyes Who cast their eyes over it And, and decide whether it should have been a red card and indeed, uh, that was the decision that's been reached. So, a three-match ban. He will miss the Celtic game, the Cove Rangers game, and the Motherwell game as well. So that's seventeenth, twentieth, and twenty-sixth of January. Um, you can have a long holiday
2: then, because uh, <laughs> he's got the, the three weeks plus another what ten days.
1: Kenny, how do you? And I'm going to bring Kieran back in on on the, on Carter Vickers in a second. I, I feel like the Ryan Porteous debate like loads in Scotland. Has become quite entrenched You've got lots of Hibs fans Or people that stick up for him And say His disciplinary record's not that bad People have got it in for him They make too much of it And then There are others who Clearly are very quick to criticise him Where do you sit on it?
3: I don't mind his aggression But he needs to cut out the, the, The reckless nature of some of his tackles It's as simple as that By the way He's better than that He's a better player than that and he can go on to some great things You know he's getting linked With a lot of a lot of moves at the moment And a lot of people Will be taking notice of him Again I know He will definitely progress He's got really good people there now Sorry to interrupt
1: Because yeah. bearing in mind That one as well That's not even as if He's gone in for a tackle too hard yeah. That's a kick off the ball yeah. So you can't really You can't justify that one Or, or argue it really can you It's, it's
3: it's, rec- it's just reckless You know it's petulant it's it's, it's it's things that we've talked about With Alfredo Morelos for, for a number of years We silly situations That are getting involved in That are never That you can't get away with that These days there's, there's cameras everywhere You know Everything gets noticed So I would just like to see him I don't want to look If he, he can be as aggressive as he wants to be In a fair way You want dominant centre-backs And again he's not the biggest So he probably needs to be aggressive Again some kind of ball to Craig Halkett mm. Craig's very aggressive as well Again but he doesn't get his cell in these scenarios he just needs to cut it out. You know, people let people talk about how good a player he is and how good he's defending. And again, under Sean Maloney and Gary Cole, he's got Gary there, a top top centre back, and he's got Sean, a really probably younger manager, uh, understanding Calmer than maybe what mm-hmm. Gary is as well. But there's two guys there that can can help you. I would just say listen to them. You know, because he'll be missed now for he'll be, he'll be missed now for Hibs. The way they've played, they've started great under Sean. He's playing middly air, air three now, mm-hmm. which which will probably suit him because he's a he's a wonderful player as well as a really good defender. We just wanted to be talking about that With Ryan Porteous Because I played against him I say, now Three three years ago I think it was And he was just coming into the team And I thought You know what This, this boy's got a chance You know He was he, he, seemed, he was keen to learn He was asking questions mm-hmm. About certain movements and things But Now Every other week if We're talking about an incident That's either, Like you say An off the ball A reckless ch- lunge mm-hmm. Like He just needs to screw the screw the head a little bit and let people talk about how good a player is.
1: Kieran you've given us some nice suggestions across the league. I know you're a Celtic fan though and you mentioned Carter Vickers to to what extent do you want to keep him? I mean I don't know throw a throw a price at me that would be your your cut off if you like.
8: Well, I mean again with the Scottish league we're not going to be out there spending tens of millions on 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 players unfortunately but um you know, there's been different price tags swung about over them. I would say five would be sort of reasonable. And um, with the way sort of Celtic sort of buy and, and and sell on five million, if you said that two three years ago, you'd sit thinking five million. There's there's no chance. But again, it's just how the game sort of going. Um, you would look at about um, five million, up there or thereabouts. Fingers crossed, law. Um, but I just think Carter Vickers, he's he's came in, he's just completely transformed the the defence staff out. You look at him, he's still a bit shaky there, but I can't remember. I can't think of one performance that uh, Carter Vickers has put in, and just sitting there thinking, oh, there's a wee sort of dodgy moment. He's always he's he's quick. He's he's a strong strong boy, so um after the the defensive problems we had last season to to sort out Get a, a centre half yeah. You're not Moaning at every Every two games
1: You know as it, it, a good change But It's a nice point Kieran I like it I'm going to have to move on I'm late for this already But thank you for For giving us the centre backs Giving them a bit of credit David and Erskine's got some Very interesting thoughts And we're going to hear them next
0: Taking your calls On Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Kenny Miller and Jim Duffy are here We're about to bring in David and Erskine I'm going to quickly read this question to you I'm not even giving you time to give me guesses uh, Because David's been hanging on uh, long enough uh, but we've got a full-time teaser in from all the way from New York James in New York uh, He says Greetings from the United States of Arab Which is a wee in-joke uh, <laughs> Based on one of Gordon Dell's famous uh, Pete the Pundit answers uh, And in the spirit of last night's teaser Because we don't have much Scottish football in the top flight I want to ask the pundits if they can name the 10 goalkeepers With the most amount of clean sheets In English Premier League history We'll get to that We'll get your answers we will give you some thinking time Let's bring in David and Erskine because you've taken tonight's kind of topic, David And you're putting a different spin on it Take it away
8: uh, Just to expand it very slightly um, Thoughts on half-time manager of the year so far
1: <laughs> I like it What's you, What are your own thoughts first then?
8: Uh, well, I'm a Rangers man, right? But you've got to give Postecoglou. Coglu he's, he's done well with the transitioning of the team I And mean, he's, he's making a bit of a title race out of it He always hit the ground running Nobody can argue with that But the man for me so far has got to be Dick Campbell.
1: I love that suggestion, Jim. How could you argue? World, worldwide yep. manager of the year for the first half of the season.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about worldwide, but uh, certainly uh, in the Angus area, definitely. But uh, no, I listen, I, I spoke a couple of weeks ago, you know, you you, you asked me about um, the result of the weekend and I am saying a lot of growth and, you know, what, what Dick's done up there over the last, not just this season, but over the last few seasons has been extraordinary. And 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 I think he, you know people look at Dick and, and, and for whatever reason they get this perception that he's he's just kind of this off the cuff type of guy. It Reminds me a wee bit of what John Lambie used to be like. He was he's brilliant at setting a team up, getting the very best out of his team, putting a real structure in place, keeping it simple for the players. They know their jobs, they know exactly what they've got to do, and they do it week in, week out. And uh, you know, team building and uh, a team ethos. Uh, and understanding of Your job And, and doing it Is a real real talent As a manager and Recruitment of that Take a player To understand it Is another strength And Dick's got that In abundance Now listen uh, I'm a huge fan of Dick And what he's achieved Up at Abroad And I think when you have Worked at lower levels And you have worked With very stringent budgets And against bigger teams And stuff You, you appreciate it even more And believe me I appreciate it as much as anybody, outstanding managerial um, uh, qualities. Not just season, but over the last couple of seasons, he's got two promotions there. I think yeah. it was a bros' first promotion. It was a hundred years or something like that.
1: I mean, Kenny, the decimated card tonight in the in the championship. We were looking forward to only one game goes ahead, and actually, is a chance for Kilmarnock to close the gap. It's their game in hand over, or both. But we played nineteen games. Right, this is not some sort of you know. Lucky spell at the start of a season They've played 19 games And are both Are top of the championship Part time are both In a league that's got Comarnock With their premiership budget Inverness Partick Thistle And so on That the, I don't think we can overdo the, the praise for that job so far Can we? Phenomenal Absolutely
3: phenomenal How they've sustained And like Jim says It's not just this season They've had the promotion They've had a They've had a strong season mm. Last year as well So They've just built on You know there's for me, football clubs For any kind of level of success Yeah, there's people who can hit the ground running And get it instantly But you need stability You know, Dick's had that He's had it for a number of years The squad He's had his squad together He knows his players Like Jim says The players know exactly What their manager wants He knows how they're going to go about it He knows their strengths He knows what, what they're good at What they're not so good at And they play it And to be top of the league At this moment It's just an incredible achievement so far
1: How hopeful are you Of an away day To Gayfield next season In the top flight, David?
6: Oh, Oh, better take my big jig
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah and that, that's in May uh, oh, right, right, right. Do you think that genuinely could be the case David? At what stage do we really start to consider that A possibility that Rangers and Celtic And Aberdeen, Hearts and Hibs Go to Gayfield for, for league matches next season?
8: Well it's going to be Towards the end of, sort
2: of end of February, mid-March Then you can start believing
1: Can they sustain it Jim?
2: Absolutely I mean I think that Yeah Listen you know He's, he's got John Newbole And uh, just now Who's done an outstanding job Now whether um, Livingston take him back He's on loan From Livingston And he's did really really well Not an out and out He's always he's 6 foot 3 6 foot 4 He's not an out and out Target man He plays can kind of Inside left Inside right Draws defend But really good ability Holds up well And then he's got Like the McKenna Who's rattling in the goals So if he If Newbole stays And doesn't go back To Livingston McKenna stays fit um, he doesn't have the biggest squad in the world Of course he doesn't And it's understandable But if these guys keep fit No, I fully expect them to, to be at least in the playoffs uh, I, I don't see any way Where they won't be in the playoffs now uh, And, um, you know, I think, I think yeah They'll, they'll definitely be fighting for that For that mm. p- position to get into the Premiership I And mean, again, if he does that He may well win the manager major of the, the universe
1: yeah, I mean you're right. That would be a blow. Anton Dowds is on loan from Falkirk. Yeah. If only we knew any yeah. members of the Falkirk management team <laughs> to see if he might be recalled to Falkirk in the break. Kenny, know, know anyone?
3: He's done a great job. I know that he's done a brilliant job over the last few weeks, Anton. Yeah, but he's been a good player, really good. He's obviously only been in the building in ten days, but the big man's got something.
1: At what point? Like, is, you know, we're talking about can they can they sustain it? Is there a Who are your favourites then For the Championship As it stands at the moment Is it still still Kilmarnock I I still think
3: Kilmarnock Really? I really do I think just You look at their their squad You look at the the, They'll have Maybe a new manager Coming in Anytime soon Potentially the ability To go and strengthen In January Mm -hmm. as well You know We know it's a hard Transfer window But I think At that level With Kilmarnock With the budget And the the resources They have They will be looking To strengthen In a few areas No doubt So I still think They'll be favourites And rightly so But There is a lot of teams up Inverness We Dodgers doing a fantastic job up there Uh, They'll be right there Or both again There's no reason Why they they can't maintain it Yes if they lose a player or two It might knock that But Mm -hmm. I just think that That they seem to have got a spirit There's an understanding Of their roles There's no reason Why they can't sustain it
1: who would be the favourites for you, Jim? You know that division inside out.
3: Yeah, for me, actually, Patrick Thistle. I think um,
2: one of the favourites, um, I think that whenever I've seen Thistle, not just the fact that they, they won convincingly when I was in charge of air, but, you know, the other games I've seen them, I think they've they've got real good options, a real good balance of their team. And I think if they bring in one or two, there might be one or two go out, one or two might come in. Um, yeah, commander. Whoever the, depends on who comes in and in what areas they decide to the strengthen in and Inverness. I think to me that would be the three fighting out and amongst our broth because I said I don't think our broth will go away anywhere. So I mean, as ever, the championship is such a, a highly contested division. Um, every every team. I think in recent last couple of weeks, Wraith have dipped a little bit uh, and maybe they just lack a little bit of strength and depth. But um, the, yeah, there's a lot of good sides there uh, But for me. At this moment if We're actually just standing As we are just now With no new managers No new players Anything like that mm. Just as the squads are stand at the moment I'd go for party Thistle
1: uh, Yeah well There's a There's a, a long way to go January can be interesting mm. Just to round us off David you mentioned Obviously your own team's manager Van Bronckhorst Hit the ground running You even Tipped your hat To Ange Postacoglu For his rebuild um, From your rivals are, are we in one of these Strange periods David Where Both teams in Glasgow Like their manager Both sets of fans Because that that doesn't last long Generally Who did I hear Talking about it I think maybe it was actually Mark Warburton Kenny Your old manager Talking about generally There's good cop and bad cop Because whatever one is winning The other one You know is is unpopular That's just the way it has to be We're still in that period though David Where Both are popular aren't they?
8: Well I think Post is in a situation Where he's going to get He's got that grace of time At the moment where well, everybody knows it's a transitional season, so he's going to have a, a a bit of leeway this season. So I think there's going to be a bit of goodwill towards both managers this season, as long as Van Bronckhorst wins.
1: I thought I thought you might say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and like there will be there will be times, obviously, Rangers fans by and large, you know, gave Steven Gerrard a bit of time, but um, but yeah, that that does wear off, and eventually, it's usually one manager is up there and the other one is. Is down there So we'll see Thank you David In Erskine That was nice of you To get in touch 01419511025 And that Impromptu uh, Section on the Championship gym Because I was planning a, a sort of more focused Part of the show tonight mm-hmm. On the Championship There were five games Scheduled initially We went down to three I think Due to mm-hmm. Covid And in the space of today We've gone down to one Due to the weather How big a night is this For Kilmarnock then It's a home match Against Morton mm-hmm. On paper That's one they Absolutely would have designs on winning And now they're the only team You know up there That's that's playing tonight
2: Yeah absolutely They've got to take advantage Of that situation You know The other team's Not playing uh, uh, In the top uh, half But Martin listen We've got a new manager Dougie Emery It's his first game um, You know and it was a very d- difficult game For him in the first game But nevertheless uh, like any new manager, you want to try and get you know your first point or points on the board, and you know just just try and give the the, the team a little lift, which generally happens. So you know it'll be a, a, an awkward game for Commander but they had a terrific um, result. I'm not saying the performance is great. I think Zach came and saved two penalties. There was a And then, it, cr- then he got sent yeah, off yeah, was a controversy. But um, yeah, but they won the game, and and I think that was very important for James Fowler, who's an interim charge. And I think if they can get that win tonight. And then I think the game at the weekend I think has been postponed, isn't it? I think against there I think they've put that back So that gives it gives them a little bit more time um, To try and see where they get their new guy in charge But yeah, a very, very important For both teams But I think if Kermarnak have aspirations To win that title, which they do Then they have to win tonight's game
1: Still time for your calls Let's hear from you 01419511025 uh, Let me thank James in New York again Who sent in tonight's full-time teaser and if you want to put your Christmas holidays to good use Get a question Come up with the answer Send it in to us at fulltime at Clyde1.com And you like James could have it mentioned on the show So James wants to know Since the English Premier League is on the go And we are not in the top flight at the moment Who are the 10 goalies With the most amount of clean sheets In English Premier League history Kenny, give me check. one He is top yeah, of the tree mm-hmm. Jim Duffy uh, Schmeichel he is, would you believe, yes, yeah, so he's 10th mm. though. Oh. He sneaks in. Um, van der Sar. Edwin van der Sar is in 7th place, well mm-hmm. done. Do yeah. you want a, a, wee, a, a sort of mm-hmm. trade secret here that I shouldn't really admit? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it, you know most workplaces have got that weird lull in between Christmas and New Year when everyone's mm-hmm. kind of off and even mm-hmm. the people that are in, they're sort of off mm-hmm. in their heads anyway. Yeah. Um, printer through there I can barely read what's written down Right, you're, you're going to have to rely on me I need a magnifying glass okay. it's barely printed out the answers but I can just see Peter Cech Edwin van der Sar Peter Schmeichel Kenny Uh David James he's second I'll, I'll be really impressed if Kenny does them I 1 know, to 10 yeah, no. yeah, I'm, I'm uh, right, that's 4 so we'll leave it there mm. I'll give you thinking time we'll take more calls on your top 3 players of the year so far and the answers to this next.
0: Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Kenny Miller and Jim Duffy are into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Still time to squeeze your calls in if you fancy. It. We've had a good old discussion and debate tonight about the top three players in the top flight so far. This season We're not dishing out any awards It's a bit early uh, We're just trying to give credit Where it's due And reflect on the first half Of the season So we're going to speak to Billy In Clyde Bank Who's got three names That I don't think we've had yet So that's good We're still going strong At this stage Quickly let me check in On this question From James in New York Who wants you to name The ten keepers With the most clean sheets In English Premier League history You've got Peter Check, David James Edwin van der Sar Peter Schmeichel Jim any during the break? Ederson he is not at that level yet, Kenny Miller. Joe Hart. He's yeah. one off. Can you believe that one? He is one off this list. Reina, Pepe Reina. Yes, he's got one hundred and thirty-six clean sheets. Brad Friedel. Brad Friedel is also on the list. He's on one three two. Yeah, Joe Hart one off it. So that's you're doing not too badly. You've only got where are we? One, two, three. I think four to get. We'll get them before the end of the show right I've given you the big build up Billy all night we've been talking about the top three players we've heard Aribo we've heard Rogic we've heard Kyogo, we've heard Suter and Gordon and I think you have got three names we've not had yet take it away
9: Hi Gordon thanks for letting me on and taking my call pleasure um, um, Merry Christmas to yourself Kenny and Mr Duffy thank you very much I hope really it was a good one and could somebody actually go give Mr Duffy some
2: threats or a I know. because his throat sounds hellish? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Uh, singing over the Christmas period, that's what it was. You were, you were popping
1: some sort of throat, <laughs> throat yeah, sweet in yeah, the office earlier. Yeah, my, my but...
2: daughter uh, works in the pharmacy, so she gave me some throat lozenges, but uh, so, so far, so, so this is you I'm sounding like a Glaswegian Sean Dyche, I think.
1: This is you sounding good, is what you're telling uh, us? Yeah, this is it. Yeah, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm almost worse.
2: falsetto now.
1: <laughs> Things you never thought you would hear. Uh, right, Billy, what, what's your what's your shortlist looking like? Who's your top Three.
9: Right, obviously I'm a Rangers fan And most of the I want to go away for the old firm If you want, if, if you understand what I mean Because uh, go for I'm a Rangers fan But I like the Scottish Premier League
7: Brilliant
9: And I watch the Scottish Premier League quite a bit Obviously as much as I can uh, My three is uh, Tony Watt Obviously from Motherwell I mean, obviously he's been banging the goals in this season But I think he's Tony Watt has um, and always, I've always heard he's a lazy player and he doesn't do any trading or the rest of it. But since he's came to Motherwell when Motherwell gave him a chance, he looks a happy guy. And I know there's a wee bit of contradiction just now with the United, but I don't want to really bother about that. Um, but he's done well this year. And mother, too, is uh, Martin Boyle for Hibbs and Lewis Ferguson for Aberdeen.
1: Tell you what, some interesting suggestions. I mean Billy's right, Tony Watt, you know, he has done well for Motherwell. It does look like such a good fit, Jim Duffy. Mm-hmm. Um and he's right about the the Dundee United business as well. But yeah, if we take it mm-hmm. up to this point, does he deserve to be in the conversation?
2: Yeah, another another one that's what I said the other on, it's great to get a real good spread of players and it shows you that you know, these teams, Motherwell in particular, having a good season, a terrific season under Greenham Alexander and Tony Watt being pivotal to that. You know, Tony's always had talent, you know, we obviously I'll always refer back to his his goal as a kid You know, going against Barcelona and, and sometimes that can that can haunt you a little bit Because it's the only thing people remember But, you know, as I said That was a wee bit surprised. Listen, I understand You've got to move on You've got to look after yourself But just because he seems to really enjoy Being at Motherwell He seems to thrive in that environment And, uh, you know, he's playing with a smell on his face He's scoring some terrific goals um, But his work rate, his effort Everything you would want from him And allied to his talent has got him back on the, you know, people talking about should he be involved in the Scotland set again. So, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, another one who, you know, you would have to say is is having one of the, one of the best
1: seasons of his career. Kenny, what do you make of Billy's list? Boyle definitely,
3: I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, the list could be ten, fifteen names long. We've had a lot of, obviously, the old firm players. Uh, a few out with the old firm as well, Craig Gordon, uh, but Martin Boyle definitely should be should be on that list. Scored. Got off to a flyer Obviously scored a lot Mm -hmm. of goals already The double figures Obviously well over double figures For the season so far In in all competitions So definitely should be mentioned in, in In the category of the top performers so far Lewis Ferguson again Another player who has been doing it For a number of years now again Probably not getting as many Headlines is some of the mm-hmm. other names uh, in, re- in regards to where he's at And, and the and the type of player that he is Obviously being a midfielder But he does he does pop up with some really important goals as well So he's having another real steady season Lewis, you know And he's been kind of mooted now for a move For a number of years Maybe I know Aberdeen fans are maybe no thank thankful for it Maybe it's time that he maybe looks to Maybe go on to another level To see if he can maybe, I know he's been in the Scotland squad But maybe push for mm-hmm. For more, more opportunities to Scotland And again maybe test himself at a higher level
1: what about Tony Watt then? The the performance first, maybe we'll feed into the, the the contract thing later on. But is he again? If we're talking about you know the best players out with then the old firm the the list looks pretty strong with Boyle and Ferguson and Souter and Gordon. Yep. And it's Tony Watt right in there.
3: Top scorer in the league, Gordon. So he's he's playing for again. He's playing for not one of the biggest teams in the in the league. He's top scorer in the league all at half a at halfway. Uh, with nine with nine league goals So absolutely deserves to be on that Listen it's not I, I say, I've say i seen this in, in discussion about Tony Watt A number of times now He's not playing as a number nine I know that he is a number nine And he's playing a different role I mean people want to say He's not doing this He's putting a shift in for his team as well He's working off that left hand side A lot of the time with Van Veen's maybe through the middle So he's He's had a wonderful season so far. Some of his goals have been excellent. The fact that he's doing it from a, a slightly different role and different position as well is even more impressive. And if he keeps that kind of run, goals up towards the end of the season. Yeah, he's moved on and he's, he's going to be moving on in the summer. But it's he'll still want to finish off the season and carry on his, his wonderful form that that's that's got him so many rave reviews this year and got him potentially on the on the verge of the Scotland squad. Do
1: you think it speaks for the overall strength. Billy, or or you know, you know highlights if you like from the league that that we've got so many players out with Glasgow's big two that that are catching the eye. I've just mentioned you. You've given us three crackers. You know what Ferguson and Boyle earlier on. We've had John Suter. We've had Craig Gordon. I think we've had Charlie McGrew. We've had Ryan Porteous. Does that what does that say about what we've got going on in the top flight at the moment? I think I think
9: the league this season has been absolutely fantastic. I mean, some of the positions of the, um, the clubs at the moment are, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't expect it. I mean, St. Johnson for a start, I mean, you're like, wow, for what they were last year. And then uh, the United started off fantastic, but they've started drifting away. The same as Hibs, they started off really good, but they've drifted away. But they, now they've got Simon Donnelly and so they, they've won th- all their games under Simon Donnelly. Harts have done fantastic. You know coming up for the championship Which we knew they would But no no as good as what they're I don't mean that nasty But no as good as what they're actually doing just now But I think the league is going to be really good this season And I can't wait for the second half of the season Because I think there's still going to be a, an awful lot of shocks this season
1: Billy I love it I love your enthusiasm I always like to try and talk up the game We sometimes get distracted fighting with each other And arguing over things But it's always nice uh, to hear a positive note Even if you got your Sean Maloney's And your Simon Donnelly's Mixed up It's easy done
9: I do apologise <laughs> No
1: you're fine That was Billy In Clyde Bank 0141951 I like that well, That was a good list He's spreading it Across the league It's three standout players He's even resisted The temptation to go uh, For Glasgow's Big 2 as well So I like that I'm happy mm-hmm. with Billy's call Jim Duffy
2: yeah I mean again uh, You know there is a good I mean, it's, it's interesting Because last week When I was on Gordon made a couple of calls on about Lewis Ferguson You know Celtic so fans did, yeah. Saying that they think They should go for him And again Tonight we're talking About Car- Cartha Vickers And you would have to say That John Souter Would have to be An option for Celtic As well To look at You know in terms of If you can get him Either for a nominal fee Or nothing Again You know What, what a great sign And he would be Um if 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 they can't do it, we with not get because you know I mean because it's going to cost several million, probably four plus, and then maybe add-ons. So yeah, I mean that that is another one where you you would have to say that that
1: might be a possibility. Is that the best fit then? Because you can you can spin this question a number of ways. You can say who's the best player out with the old firm, or you know who's having the best season out with the old firm. <clears throat> Those might cast up different answers. Who's the best fit for? Either of those two sides t- to buy from w- from within the league or to acquire would it be John Suter for you?
2: Yeah, I mean I think that John Suter would definitely have to be you know because because the the financial side of it as well. I mean he he he's, as I said if you can if you can get a deal just now uh, you know it's not going to cost you an enormous amount of money in modern day football and if you can't you've got a top class international player for nothing at the peak of his career. You no, know, even probably, probably, maybe even a year or so start to go at that. Level. And as a centre back, you know, you're talking ten years ahead of him. So you know, he's got all the attributes. He's terrific, a modern day centre back, good on the ball, can break forward. Um, you know, links to play up well. A, a strong physical. You know, everything you'd want really in a centre back just now. Uh, so again, him, I think Tony Watt's been a good bit of business for Dundee United to get him. Either for nothing again or for a nominal fee. I think he's been a good piece of business. But yeah, for me, as a piece of business, John Souter's got to be the bargain of the season.
1: Right, go on then. Based on what you've heard, Kenny Miller, maybe you had your own thoughts. Maybe the callers have persuaded you otherwise. What's your top three of of from the season so far? It can't all be from the same team. Who are the top three standout players from the Premiership?
3: For me, two are nailed on. I think Kyogo yeah. has to be in there. These are in no particular order okay. By the way Kyogo has to be in there I think Joe Rebo Should be in
1: mm-hmm. there that. that third choice Is going to be tough It's
3: real <laughs> tough Because I'm going to go out With obviously the old firm mm-hmm. uh, I think I'll go for. I would go for Tony Watt I would okay. go for Tony Watt
1: I don't know why I thought I was getting a Craig Gordon there, but then yeah. I remembered you. You preferred the strikers, so yep. that makes mm-hmm. sense, right? Jim Duffy, he's gone. Aribo, Kyogo, what mm-hmm. or what? Kyogo, Aribo, whatever order you want. What's your top three?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm again. I would be Ky- Kyogo and Aribo if I was, if, you know, if I was going just by quality of players and level of players. I'd be going Rogic, but taking someone away from the him mm-hmm. I'd be going Craig Gordon. I think he's such an influence. And the team I think the results Last year going there the You know Some of the saves he made To help promotion This year To sustain that level um, just his, his professionalism His level His consistency To be the number one For Scotland now um, You know At 39 years of age Now for me It'd be Craig Gordon
1: Brilliant I think that just about Does it for tonight I don't think we'll squeeze Any more calls in Before we do go then Kenny how's life at Falkirk You've obviously gone mm-hmm. in I was going to say A couple of games Under your belt One was Cancelled due to fog at what what minute on the clock?
3: I think it was 40 yeah. Run about the fortieth minute, yeah. So you take that on the chin. You know, absolutely it was getting done after ten minutes. It could have went. So it was uh yeah, we never even seen the goal going. It was sad. Yeah, we couldn't even see the ball going the back cheer. in there We just seen celebrations. We just thought, Oh, <laughs> that's us. <laughs> so it was it was always gonna happen, yeah. You know, but it's been a good it's been a good ten days. Uh disappointing result at the weekend, to be honest. There was a lot of good stuff lads have taken on board a lot of the messages uh, just a few tidy ups that need to do so we can start climbing that table
1: And is there scope then to go straight to work with recruitment, is that part of of your role, how how is that going to work in January
3: Well again, it's it's all hands on deck But really at any level of recruitment but there is obviously Gary Holtz in place at the moment there, who does work a lot of work of that behind the scenes uh, Liam Morales does a lot of the work as well, but obviously when you're in there Manager will get a lot of calls mm-hmm. about players Coaches got a lot of calls about players But it's just bring it all together And see what the best fits for your club mm-hmm. Who you can get Who's available Who is going to be there Finances How do they fit how we want to play All that kind of stuff as well So yeah it's well underway yeah.
1: Going to be interesting end to the season I know, say end second half We're just at that halfway point mostly aren't we And looking forward to what lies ahead It's obviously been a bit of a strange time We knew we were getting a winter break We didn't know we were getting it right now Championship was supposed to be on Covid and the rain uh, Latterly Has put an end to that We do have one game tonight Which is that game between Kilmarnock and Morton So I'm sure we'll keep an eye on that And uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow Uh, We'll give you all the the feedback from that one Right, let's round off With tonight's teaser I'll always remind you And by the way, see whilst we're on Mm. the quiz theme Tune in tomorrow night You may remember that during lockdown When we had no football to talk about And things were a bit tough And people needed cheered up We did the lockdown quiz With Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Now these two are Like It's like dumb and dumber When we get to quizzing right And they (laughs) like to Take the mickey out of each other And we streamed it on Facebook And it was great fun And so many people said You know You need to keep doing it So we did it a few times And And brought it back on special occasions Well hopefully for one final time I don't know what we'll call it Something really unimaginative Like the big fat 2021 We thought we were out of lockdown But we're not really quiz It'll be something like that But those two will quiz again tomorrow You can take part Get your team names ready Go up against your mates Do what you need to do And join us for that quiz tomorrow So that'll be good fun With that in mind Mm -hmm. 10 goalies with the most clean sheets In English Premier League history You've got Czech, David James Pepe Reina Edwin van der Saar Brad Friedel Peter Schmeichel
3: And David Seaman
1: Yes he's on there 1-4-1 one, one. Kenny
3: And I've got Who have I got here Yeah Mark Schwarzer
1: Mark Schwarzer He is mm-hmm. on there He's really high up the list actually He's, he's in third place 151 you, clean sheets for him Was that was that Middlesbrough he was at? Uh, yeah I think mostly um, <laughs> Just Shows you how, how far they also, have fallen Who else he's did he a, play for though? Um <laughs> I don't know why that slipped yeah. my mind Anyway He's on Fulham. the list
3: Is it Fulham? Yeah
1: Yeah um, Okay I think two more Yeah
3: I think Tim, I've got one T- Tim Howard yeah, Yes that's, right, that's the one I oh, was going for right. Tim Howard.
1: Which means You're left with I've got him to be fair You, you sure? The no.
2: yeah, well, no, only no so. thing I want to say is Um Thanks Kenny for making me feel old because I was his manager when he was <laughs> seventeen. Now he's Get now he's a debut. coach. So now now yeah. he's turned full circle right? now. Yeah. So oh, that, I thought I'm going extend the show. So so now now I I know I'm know feeling that. remarkably old. That the boy that I gave his debut to at seventeen so is, is now is, that is now no, the, have, no, for oh, have,
1: sorry sorry I was thinking that loan spell. Now, right, now okay. as a coach
2: and, and uh, on his first road to Well I know he had to be tested management at Livingston wow. to uh, back on the road again. So listen I want to wish him all the best.
1: We'll need to reunite you two at some point. Career. And get, get stuck into that uh, Right you've got one more Nigel get, Martin though. There we go Ah oh, look at the teamwork Both of you Rolling back <laughs> the years Well done Nigel Martin you got there Right join us for that quiz tomorrow Gordon DL and Mark Wilson And in the meantime Stay right there Cassie's up next